stressful music video we shot because sun was setting. It had been raining the whole day, and like the clouds had just parted. Up close and personal. What's poppin'? Cool. Can you hear us all, Dylan? Check one. Live and direct. Yo, yo, check. Cool. All right. Well. <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors? Yeah, <laughs> nah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so how's the week been, gentlemen? Uh, yeah, it's been good, man. Not a whole lot's been going on. This is probably the first time I've been in JKR's for a while. Maybe we should just start with an introduction. And we've got a special guest with us today. Yeah. Um, young man what's known up? by Marley Jose. Yeah, what's up? Thanks for having me on the spot, man. This is sick. No problem. Thanks for being our guest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how's, how's things been for you? Um. Yeah, it's been an interesting year. I mean, like, I mean, for everyone, it's been an interesting year, but like, you got to do what you got to do. We've just been making a lot of stuff. Um, the content's been crazy. Jake has been working really hard. Oscar's been working really hard. Dylan's been working really hard. The whole mm. team's been working really hard. Reese has been working really hard. We've all that's all we've been doing this year. Um, and, uh, for, uh, like fortunately, things are starting to clear up in WA. So hopefully we can start playing more shows. Yeah. Start getting more. Uh, getting back to the fans, whatnot. But um, yeah. I mean, apart from that. Physical health is good, mental health is good, spiritually all good. It's crazy times right now, but facts. You just gotta stay, stay maintaining. But yeah, man, I'm living, I'm breathing. Fam's good. Nah, it is. How's everybody else doing? The same, man. Fam's good. I'm breathing. Um, things are moving along. I'm busier than ever, which is weird. But yeah, also, what are you busy on? Got him. Can you speak? Well, a lot of your stuff. Okay. While we're here, yeah, what's yeah. a what's a typical week for you? Seeing as you like do this why don't full we, time. Why don't we start with like a typical day? I think that's typical easier. day. Yeah. So like, or a typical twenty four hours because mm. that's what my day is like. It's not like a nine to five bed. Then yeah. it's like all over the shop. So let's talk about the last twenty four hours. I uh, basically get up, might have like a session for some, like if I've done an EP or a mix. Is there a specific time you get up? Uh, not really, just depending on when the first thing is on, on, the, day. on the day. So yesterday I would have, uh, I was, I think I did like a mix session with somebody, one of my clients, he comes in and we did a bit of revisions and I'd maybe do a few of those a day and then do some of my own work. Mm. Um, and then I might work on music, whether I'm like writing or just touching it up till I could do like last night was, I think I was calling you at about four in the morning. Yeah, he was calling yeah. Yeah. So four Damn. in the morning, uh, probably pass out around then my, I sleep in my studio. So my bed pulls out into a studio, like this bed pulls out, <laughs> bed pulls out <laughs> in the studio yeah. and, um, I pass out and then wake up just, I don't know, whenever I essentially can. I do try to get up. Like I've heard that, like, if you, as soon as you become like, um, even a little bit conscious, you should just force yourself to get up because mm. if you fall back asleep, that like really screws your day. Mm. So um, that could be like anywhere between nine and 10. I'm not really like, unless I've had a huge one or like alcohol has been involved. Has been involved. I'll be like, okay, till like sleep till like midday, you know, 1 mm. p.m. Like usually even if I've had about one, a big, like a late night, it's no more than like nine or 10. Um, so today I, like, I was working on stuff till four in the morning. I was working on some Your Girl Photo stuff. And then went to bed and then woke up basically to a phone call from uh, a scheduled meeting I'd had 
uh, with Marley's booking agent. I was like, oh, hello, jumped out of bed on the phone call. Um, so yeah, typically it's usually just sessions. And then if I'm not in sessions, then I'm in, I'm meeting in meetings with people um, about certain stuff. And I get a little bit of time off here and there, but you know. It's around the clock, man. Yeah, it, it's it's like we spoke about this in the first uh, episode. Um, oh, I don't. It, it's it's a lifestyle, really. Like it. Um, it's this. I live and breathe it. You know, as much as I can. You know. Do you f- <laughs> do you find it hard, like, going a day without touching music? No, no. I I think I need it. I think I need to do it more. Mm. Like, I think I should force myself to do that more. It's just really hard because I'm so passionate about it. And there's always things to do and always people are hitting me up for stuff. I think he worries about me sometimes, which is uh, which I notice and mm. I like that. But um, I don't know, like, there's a lot of people relying on me to do things. And it's not that I, and I, like, there's a pressure there, but it's not, I don't feel like I'm not matched up for that. You know, I think that's what I'm here to do. So he works very hard. It's pretty crazy. It's, it's evident, bro. Yeah. Mm. I, uh, this is the main thing I want people to know. Like, if there's, you know, I guess at the end of, you can say I don't care what people think, and everybody says that. And I guess for the mo- most part, that is that's how I want to live. But you know, there is that element of you want people to perceive you a certain way. If there's one thing I want people to know is that I just have a really good work ethic. Like, if we're gonna work, like I'm gonna push you to your limits. Mm. Like. You don't come Crazy. to battle unprepared. Like, I'm not saying. Yeah. Like, that I, and I think it comes down to, like, sacrifice. Like, I'm willing to sacrifice a lot more than others in, in order to get, whether that's in time or mm. whatever. Like, I'm really willing to, like, go the extra mile. You know what I mean? And that sort of stuff pays off, you know. It's hard work, like, <laughs> and, you know. But but at the, at the end of the day, I, it's, it's not, like, poor. I, I feel blessed because... I have, I've found something in my life that has given me the drive to do that. Like I actually, that I, that's what I'm so thankful for every day that I actually do something that gives me that energy. They want to keep pushing, like to keep dreaming, you know, like I dream things into reality, you know, and that's like, not everybody has that in their life. So I'm very blessed for that as well. On top of that, dreaming is not enough. You also got to like work towards it. Yeah. So it's like a, it's a two way street, like what you're saying, like yeah. you got to, you know, envision it and then equally go work at it. You mm. know what I mean? Totally. Mm. Totally. So, yeah. What, um, what excites you most about, I mean, you, Ash and I are a little bit older than you, so yeah. our perspectives of in this industry are, is, <laughs> is different, yeah. are quite different. Yeah, so yeah. anyway, let me, what excites you about the industry and what have you now found out? Some of the things that you're like, Actually, maybe not so much. I don't. Um, that's a good question, man. Um, something that excites me is like, uh, like just the stuff that gets done and b- like before the release or before releases, like things when like you get certain opportunities and certain things come your way, and we get you know, for example, we get certain articles or mm-hmm. um, we have certain meetings or you know, someone shows interest. Like a lot of that stuff happens. That I mean, obviously excites any artist. In terms of like the process, um, I re- I really just enjoy making the music, man. I I mean, I spend a lot of time plotting and like, you know, you know, like try to navigate my way through what's like gonna happen, you know, a lot before we do stuff, but. In terms of like what I what I don't like and what I do like, I, st- I think I'm still trying to learn that, you know. And you will be for a long time. Yeah. Like, well, something yeah. that I don't like is 
still learning. I'm mm. learning. I had this conversation this morning. I was like, I'm waiting and like pushbacks. And let's touch. Let's let's touch on this conversation. Pushbacks and setbacks. I hate being called and being like, hey man. Should look, I explain there's, there's, this? There's there's a there's a really cool opportunity. Bear with me for two seconds. I need let's, to double check we're rolling. Let's 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 push this single back and all like let's push this back. Mm. You know what I mean? Like by a month and I'm it's like, rolling. Oh, what the yeah. <laughs> I just, I just, <laughs> just have to make to sure like miss to miss. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this is a specific situation, and this has happened a few times. And this has happened every. This has happened every time this year. <laughs> this has happened every time this year. We haven't had <laughs> one release where we stuck to a, to a like day. to a date. Mm. Okay. So <laughs> essentially, I'm put the wine down, guys. Like yeah. <laughs> essentially, um. We we plan to put out singles at a certain day, but a lot of those, a lot of those, a lot of things have to line up for that to happen. And certain opportunities may come, which may alter, you know, mm-hmm. when we put the single out. So when we did, I think it was this could be you. We were we had a date set to put it out, but then we decided to we had the opportunity to sign with a better distributor. And for people that don't know what a distributor is, that's like your if you're out there an independent artist today, you're probably uploading your music to um, DistroKid or TuneCore, or one of those widely available services. Mm. There's another there's a label um, slash distributor called Believe who. Um, they're a bit more selective with who they, ta- who they distribute and you, and you end up signing sort of a contract with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but they'll do a bit more sort of groundwork for you in terms of playlisting. And I think mm. you guys did a similar thing with United we, Masters, right? Because we, we start off using, we were with DistroKid mm-hmm. with the Gully Seasons release. Yep. And then the guys at Orchard hit us up. Yeah, Orchard's the other big one. Um, yep. And we released Nine Grand Show through Orchard. And then United Masters has hit us up. And then we did Bandemic with United Masters. So yeah. our issues, we haven't actually given one distributor a chance to really like yeah. back to back oh, it. Oh, well, you know. Because, like- <laughs> like, yeah, they've just offered and like given better prospects of, as they've heard the music. Hey, I think it's we business might, at the end of the it day. Is, totally. It's, it's definitely business. business. So anyway, back to the story. So the... <laughs> We we're about to drop uh, this could be so, you. So, believe is that local? Where, where uh, is no, they're over east, I believe. Okay. But they're like a. They're actually based out of London, I believe. Don't quote me on that. No pun intended. Uh, God, I'm gonna ignore your dad jokes. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> so basically, we we're ready to drop this song, and then I get a call from Reese, who's uh, Marley's other manager, and uh, he's like, "Man, I've just kind of hooked up this." Um, thing with this other distributor um and they'd like a little bit more time so we both know like we're gonna have to tell the kid that the song's not coming out in two weeks it's coming out in four weeks or whatever like that and you Mm. know he at first is like wow you know he doesn't like it because he wants because he likes the feeling of putting music out and you know as an artist i get it i totally get it it's exciting you got people in your dms asking them where new music is the consumers are junkies (laughs) we love you guys but you're freaking junkies honestly like the amount of times you're just in the dms and stuff and so i get it because like i i've i'm not an artist but i've seen things from artist perspectives i i get it but it's always good to if there's an opportunity and you can have that patience. The patience will pay off. You mm. know what I mean. And so the one with this latest release is the ah. Can we talk about this? When will this be out? We still have episode two to put out. Mm. Should we do it? You're the manager. Ah, well, I guess we can just choose when we put this out. Yeah. I guess today was the uh, we were we had plans to put out this uh, uh, single, Ladybird. 
For today? Uh, no, not today. Sorry. No, nah, oh. not like, In a few yeah. weeks. Yeah. However, I just got off the phone with the, uh, the booking agent and I was like, well, WA is cool. We really want to do a show. Mm. Um, and she was like, yep, uh, cool. It would be a good idea to do that around the single release. <laughs> and so I go... <laughs> so that means I'm going to have to tell Marley that the song's going to be pushed back again. Mm. And it's like, I the thing is, he say came, comes in today and the first thing he says to me is, I need to grow up, man, I need to grow up. And it's like, <laughs> I feel so bad. And it's like, because he knows deep down, it's not like I'm trying to sabotage his career or anything. Mm. I'm just trying to make the best choice. He's very trigger happy. <clears throat> He's trigger happy. He wants yeah. to put stuff out. It feels good. But the, the patience and the, and the calculations. Yeah. I mean, it's a two-way street though. If you know, I've been in, in situations and in projects where we've waited too long. It's been like, oh, you know, and it's usually the labels that will do this to you. Like, oh, no, no, just wait because like, oh... This you know, person's this person's going to mix yeah. it or this thing's got to... And, and when it starts to get around that like six month mark or something, you know, like I've been there, so I would never do that to him. But it's like, what's a couple of weeks to, to you know, to really get some more um, traction. So we were announced, we're going to announce that we're going to do a single launch um, mm. with Nation, I guess you guys. So... Well, exclusive. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exclusive. Uh, so. <laughs> yeah. No, no. It's, 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 it's going to happen. That's awesome. That's like, it. Irregardless, I haven't even spoken to the guys about it. But yeah, it's, something, well, it's something yeah. with, like, I'm sure the guys listening are going to enjoy this. Like, it's something that we've discussed in the past about we want to get into the live music scene and get <clears throat> um, a lot of locals involved, et cetera. And then as soon as you guys, even just off camera, just before said it, I was mm -hmm. like, hell yeah. Like, yeah. It, it lines up well. Yeah. Um, your How sound and what we do. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> it fits, bro. Like, yeah. And the guys are going to be ecstatic because it, it, it works. We're really about, like, investing in the city and, like, mm. you being in someone the representing yeah. for the city and for the culture and for the sound as well. It's like, it's a no-brainer. 100 yeah mm. um yeah so that's a big thing with artists is like the, the the patience and that sort of stuff but you know doing things properly and having some calculation and that's why again referring to previous episodes having that team behind you is so important you know yeah 100 i'm very i'm very blessed to be where i am in the people that are surrounding me right now you know could have easily went in a lot of different directions but um i guess everything fell into place for like but I guess, uh, but you know, the process of having this team didn't start like last year. Because I was gonna ask yeah. before you get into that, like that's the that's the crazy thing, man. Like I had a conversation with my dad. Like I've I've had a f no, my dad's actually had to remind me a few times. Like you know, like this the process that to get Reese and Jack as your manager, like it didn't start last year. Like when you guys were making mistakes to show love and run it. Like this literally started when you met Ziggy. And, mm. you were, and Ziggy introduced you to Jack. And then through Jack, through Jack and Ziggy, I got introduced to Nelson and Reese from Power Negro. Mm. And, um, you people, know. People now know my name's Jack after that Instagram Yeah, video. yeah got him. Yeah. Take <laughs> our Jack, whatever. But yeah, no one nah, would have caught that if you didn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah everyone yeah. calls you Jake out. No, nah, yeah. but you know, it's, it's crazy how destiny works, man. Like mm. the universe works in mysterious ways. So. You know, like in terms of today, I had to look look at it from a different perspective. I mean, I I was I was like pissed off for like about 120 seconds, and then I had to like take a step back and be like, let's let's try let's like look at the options that we have. If we put the song out in um, two weeks, what like let's 
weigh up the pros and cons mm. cons and um you yeah, know he has to trust me mm. that i'm making that decision yeah look because no, there's a reason behind it yeah, not only it. that i mean like if i know jake how's wrong or i know like my like i i know that we should be doing something i, I won't be afraid to like say like it's no this, this is definitely mm. what we sh- like just trust me on this and but but i also but i also have to learn that like this is only the start of my career so let's try make the like mis- let's try to take risks and make mistakes yeah. when we ha- mm. actually have you know room to you know where we don't have any stakes and, at all and i've never i've never actually said to marley no this is what we're doing it's never been like that it's always like here's the options this is what i think you should do but at the end of the day i'm your manager and this is your artist career so y- you call the shots mm. but you know you know, I think I don't think we've had got to a point where we've disagreed on something. You know, and there there is it's not there is other times where like because you know I'm a little bit older and a little bit more jaded <laughs> 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 that you know his way of looking at things is actually really interesting. Like he might say to me say something to me and I go, you know what I wouldn't have thought of it that way, but actually like because you're fresh like unjaded mind things, you know yeah. what actually that that's probably a good idea. So it works both ways. It's a two way street. You know, if I think something's a complete dead end that I've, that I've had to go to and and towards 180, then, Mm. then I'll put my hand up. But you know, sometimes I also need to like, like grow, grow, you say grow up, I guess grow down a bit and be like, ah, okay, look, maybe the kid's right. Like maybe, you know, Mm. you just give this a shot, you know? So I think, um, having a good relationship with your manager in terms of it, it's open. It's so it's not like, the manager's controlling you or vice versa the artist is, if it needs to be it needs to be a really a good relationship it's it's a hard thing to find a good manager like it's it's something you really need to spend time oh, on yeah, totally. it's you like know, having it's a, a relationship, relationship. I, yeah. I think management is the out of all of it and i do a lot of it is the hardest job you know yeah i remember but when it, but it's the most for me it's uh, recently it's been the most rewarding so yeah i remember when um unearthed high was like when when that was at peak like we had a lot of people hitting us up. We had like a lot of opportunities to get managed by people that like I didn't know or, mm. you know, it's like, you know, and yeah, their reputation might precede them and like, you know, they got, they can do all this shit and they're from the East, but they're from the East coast, man. Like, you know, it takes, a, it, takes them, it takes, it takes an email and two business days to get a reply back. It takes me like at longest two hours, mm. Jack. <laughs> and that's if I pester him, like, you know, if I pester important. him, he'll yeah. end up picking the phone. But we speak every phone. day. Yeah, we it's speak like, every day. It's like day, you would yeah. figure out, you speak every day. You know, like yeah. you're in the same, you know, Area, there's yeah. that family relationship. I've never really understood like management where it's been so disconnected, you know. Mm. And I've actually been in, in situations with artists and, and I, I can't speak on names and stuff, but where, you know, things started off like that with that connection and then as soon as that connection and there was there was distance things started to to go downhill Mm. so it's really important that you have that like really sort of family family connection with the artists that you're working look i'm gonna i'm gonna speak on behalf of like a lot of artists like reassurance is such a huge thing like if i'm gonna trust you with like my music and my career like i want to be reassured and it's like sometimes it's those small questions you know like all those phone calls where you can like you know, just get a little bit more clarifications and reassurance on like what actually is going on where you feel comfortable. You know what I mean? Like, and I can do that. Like I have the ability to do that. And I also have the ability to kick back 
and like forget and about focus on the art. Yeah, yeah, and focus on the art, but like kick back and just focus on having fun. Like you know what I mean? Like I have that opportunity, which is good. And you know, through through JCal, like I've you know had I've grown like a connection or like I've had like progressed in better relationships with other people like Tori Tommy and and all that crew, you know what I mean? And through and through J Cal uh, messing with me and Oscar, you know, he's been brought into like the Frio scene more and he comes out more and he doesn't stay in his house so much. <laughs> Which is good, bro. <laughs> it's like it's good balance. Tell me I'm wrong though. No, yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> mm. You're not wrong. Like what I was gonna uh, what I wanted to ask is if you're fairly young, mm. like what <laughs> What made you like attached to music? Because just for the yeah, people yeah, that yeah. might not know, because there's a lot of people that I know that hit me up this week after we dropped the first one that were like, "Whoa, this is so like insightful!" Like people yeah. want to hear a bit more backstory so that they can understand yeah, the yeah. discussion more. So like, give us a bit of insight as to like, man, your journey. What I made think you I think I've had to like really analyze that question like a lot because that's not the first question I've had, mm. especially with all that unearthed shit. Like I got that question all the time because soccer was at peak for me then yeah. at that point in time. Tell them, tell them. Because I remember. Yeah, that. like I, I, I played, I played like pretty high level. I, pl- I was in the Perth Glory Academy. Mm. Um, if I worked hard and like I, you know, I really stuck to it, I probably could have done a lot of cool things. And I did do like a lot of cool things. And you know, Perth Glory taught me a lot. Playing football taught me a lot that a lot of artists won't learn until they're further in their career. Like you know, like discipline, you know, taking criticism, um, working hard, understanding that like nothing comes like overnight. It takes dedication and time. And that, you know, like you have to work on your weaknesses a lot. You know, you always got to make sure that you're Ooh. you're learning. That's huge. Um, and, you know, if I like I, I, I you know, was blessed to ha- like to have the ability to transfer all of that into like making music. Mm. And in terms of like why I was so attracted to music, I mean, music was always such a huge thing in my life. I like without knowing, like subconsciously, I mean, like mom and dad always play music in the house. Yeah. Um. All of my relatives, like my uncles and my aunties, are fairly young. Um. My parents had me very young as well, so they were probably like still they were still teenagers when they had me. So all of my mm. uncles and aunties like ten ten years older than me. So mm. growing up, you know, it, they were still teenagers, and music was always blasting. Was and, around, yeah. And that was like early two thousands. You know, like hip hop is starting to peak, R and B is starting to peak. Um. Mm. So that was always there, and um. You know, my dad, my dad's a heavy hip hop head, super heavy in hip hop, taught me a lot of cool things, man. He, um, he let me read, I think it was like a really turning point in terms of like the way I looked at hip hop. He let me read, well, he didn't let me read it, he bought it. And um, I ended up reading like um, <laughs> Karis One's book, uh, like he wrote a huge book on uh, the philosophy of hip hop. And um, I really got to like, you know, get a better insight. You know, like when I was younger, I wasn't listening to like a, like a lot of, like mainstream stuff I was listening to like uh Karis One Most Def Tribe Called Quest like mm. Common my mom was a huge Guru fan and Erica Badu fan but I was also it was also like heavily surrounded in reggae um like African music as well and you know just like music was just so surrounded like and even when I look at it like in terms of playing football like in terms of games and stuff like I couldn't I couldn't yeah I couldn't function like before training or like before a game if I didn't have like my own like section where I could just block off and just listen to my music so I mean um but yeah but like I think everything took a turn when um uh I 
started writing poetry in like around year eight. Okay. Yeah. And um, what had happened was I got like nominated for like a, a prestigious award in Australia for poetry. Then yeah. I ended up winning like an Australian um, uh, like poem contest of the year. Congrats. So that was really cool. Thanks, man. Yeah, it was it was good. And then I guess I ended up. Thanks, man transferring all of the the poetry into like making music um and before i knew it like uh poems started becoming like songs and stuff like that and gain more confidence over time yeah cheers ah yeah let's do that hey salute but yeah i mean like i'm 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 pretty happy with the way things went i mean i've obviously i've left um the football world but that doesn't mean like i've um lost left. love yeah yeah lost love i love that stuff and you know <clears throat> i i've so let me let me sorry to cut you off that's all right. but that's what we need to reiterate it's like sacrifice. you can't do ev- sacrifice. yeah yeah you, you can't, can't do everything, you can't do everything that, that's in, exactly in what life. i found and out like man. you know if you wanted to go down that route of you know maybe playing for real madrid or going into the premier league or whatever you would have had to make that your lifestyle. That's yeah. real dedication. That if you want to be a Navy SEAL, yeah. that's dedication, you yeah, know? Totally. You, there's people who are, you know, you know, like, and I don't, I'm not, I don't mean any disrespect to these people and everybody's got their own path and their own journey finding their way, but these people like bouncing, you know, bouncing around degrees and in university and stuff. It's like, in my opinion, I think you're wasting your time when you actually just, whatever it is, put 100% of your time into something and make it a lifestyle, you really do start to see results. Totally. And that's what you did. You went, to, you got to the crossroad and you went, look, you know, I could do this football thing. I'm good at both things, but I know what I really love. Yeah. I know what pulls my heartstrings. And so you put your time into that. And that's what I'm saying. It's about the dedication. And you, that wasn't easy for me. Of course like, not. Mm. It wasn't easy because I had, to, I had to actually come to that crossroads like mid through high school. Um, and like wow. when I was yeah, but like I was, I was, like, <laughs> I was, I was, I was, I was at high school for like football as well. So, like my last year of high school, my senior year, mm. I was playing for Perth Glory, like almost like twice a day, every day, as well as training at school, um, and trying to fit in this music thing. And you know, a lot of the times, like there were times where I would have shows on a Friday night. And like my set won't be till like around eleven thirty or like ten twenty, ten thirty, you know, really mm. late. And then I have to get up at like you know, like three thirty the next morning to go to training or I'd have a game the next day. So like it was it was hard, man. Taking and I'm 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 really like I'm really, you know, proud of myself for getting through that. But, you know, in terms of coming at those crossroads, I was it was a really hard but easy decision because I had to like the hard the hardest thing was trying to convince myself, like you don't like you don't want to do this anymore man so like just you know take it easy on yourself i'm a very like i'm very harsh on myself hold myself to a very high standard and that's mm. sometimes really hard but i guess the easiest thing was accepting that i'm going a different direction and you know and dealing with people like oh like you you're done with football and i'm like yeah i'm done man like i am finished i did everything i could like i went to europe i played against barcelona man city things that like people some people that are football heads dream never about. ever yeah 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 dream about and you know, i got to do that stuff so i get to tell my kids and my grandkids that i did that so i mean i sleep easy at night man like i have i have like no regrets um i'm still i'm still here and um but, you know, I've been looking at life at a very, like, cool perspective. And, you know, um, it's bigger than music. 
you know, because like I have a lot of dreams and ambitions and the way I love football, I really want to give back to the community. Like that is a way I can give back to the community. And that's why I've looked at it. Um, and like I, I'll speak on this because it's something that I haven't spoken on before and I haven't told JK how, but um, I have like this ambition of running a foundation where I get, um, you know, uh, like secondhand gear or secondhand boots, like stuff that people don't want to use and um, give that to third world countries uh, for kids that don't have the opportunity to um, have access to that type of stuff. And that's something Fresh, that I man. really want to like Salute. build on. Yeah, that's, that's, you know, my dad's always, my dad's always put forward that idea and, you know, as like my plat, as my platform gets higher and I can start doing more things and, you know, as I become more of a public figure, you know, I, I have like certain opportunities that I can give back to the community. And like utilize your influence. Exactly, exactly. So, you know what, man, like the way I'm going and the path that I am, like, it's real, like, I'm super, like, I, sometimes you have to take a step back, you know? And be like, yo, this this shit is crazy. Like, you know, I'm in a very good spot right now where I can, you know, really build on the future. And like, yet again, like you guys said, I'm very young. Sometimes I even, even I forget that. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah, I forget that sometimes. Like, sometimes I feel like, nah, if this doesn't happen this year, it's over. I'm finished, yo. If it doesn't pop this next single, I'm yeah, done, bro. Done. But that you know, starts to alleviate as you get older. But but it's also a good thing. Like, um, I'm I'm glad I think like that, man. I mean, I'd rather be hungry hungry for this shit than like on my like you know half assed thinking about shit. I man, I live for this shit. I care about this shit right. so much. You know, it's, like it's all in. It's yeah, no, and no you know, seconds. I feel like I had this dream where like I had this conversation with Kendrick. It was crazy, but he had the, he told me he told he told me this right, and this has always stuck with me. Yeah. He he said, I think it was just before like Unearth the Unearth High thing got like announced. But like he told me like like don't ever be f- don't and it's probably something he would probably will tell me, but like don't ever be afraid to like say you want to be the best at something. And that's something that I've always like held let's, close let's to. Let's touch on that real quick. Because like, what you're saying speaks volumes. In a lot of spaces too. You got, yeah. you got uh, you go, bro. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, sorry. you do it. Because I, I know you and I feel the Very same about Very similar this. about it, yeah. And it's like, you really got to have that belief, like that, you know, I can really get to the moon, you know, as an analogy, you know, like I can mm. really, I, you know, like you, you feel it and you believe it. But at the same time, you've also got to hold yourself accountable, accountable. to those so. beliefs, right? That's a big thing yeah, because but you can sit there and manifest as much as you want. But if you're only just visualizing the end and you're not thinking about the steps and thinking about like how fun and today it's going to be in the studio with my mate, then, mm. you, you yep. know, you're not doing it right. It's, it's all good to be like, I want to be on that stage and I want to do this and that but at the, and, and get that butterflies and those feelings. But you've got to hold yourself accountable, accountable. to the actual 100%. process of it. I really want to touch on that because, you know, I see a lot of like, especially with this influencer Instagram culture of this, you can do anything type thing. It's like, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like it takes a bit of the authenticity out of it of like, all you have to do is just think. It's like, yeah, you do that. But then you've also got to start like, you know, applying yourself and holding Mm. yourself accountable and being around people that hold you accountable. Accountable. You know, like if you're around a bunch of mates and all they're doing, you know, is having billies and stuff and like, 
and they're not holding each other accountable, which is unfortunately what a lot of the our youth suffers with. Mm. Then that's that's what's going to be your life. But with, if you're around people that are calling you every day, like, "Hey, let's stew up," or "Hey, let's go for a shoot," or whatever it is, it doesn't even have to be like a, a creative thing. Mm. If you're around those people that are doers, then you're going to be one as well. It's yeah, you're only better than the people you surround yourself. Correct. Mm. By, you know what I want to touch on that, like. A lot of people get it twisted between saying, I want to be the best and say, oh, that person's cocky or this and that line between cocky and confidence. Like, I feel like if you really want to take it to that level, you really have to believe you can be that number one. Dude, I, yeah, man. Like, like Otherwise, 100%. what are you doing? Yeah. Like, don't come into the game if you're not trying to win. Totally. So for someone to say, and I know like Kanye gets a lot of flack and a lot of these other guys get a lot of flack for saying I'm the greatest or I'm a god or I'm this or whatever. It might be a metaphor. It might not be on Kanye's behalf. But if you don't go into things with that mindset, like you're preparing yourself to lose. Yeah. Pretty much. It's not. Yeah. You got to have that self-belief is what I'm trying to say. Exactly. Yeah. And, and dude, like I had to go through all of that through football. Mm. I could give a shit what anybody in this scene thinks of me, like, cause like straight up, I like, I would happily take anyone's like to- take anyone's neck or go toe to toe with anyone, you know, cause I truly believe he in is like fast. I tried to write <laughs> like mm. I, that as well, <laughs> but like, like I I truly believe in like, like my team and my people's man, like, and like people that are not even in my team, people that I really like. You know, fuck with like mm. your team as well. You know what I mean, and even J Cal's team. Like I even I fuck with like Toe. I fuck with Figure. I fuck with everyone in this scene. Like there's a lot of people that I ride that that I'll ride for. But there's also like times where like I ride for myself just and as hard as to. I would ride for yeah. everyone else, man. And that's not being cocky. That's like, like man, you think like any every anybody else got to number it's one your spot? Career, you man. know what I mean? Yeah. And you know, hip hop being an artist. As much as you want to preach team, 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 at the end of the day, it's an individual sport. Mm. When it comes to like, when it comes to intricacy, and when it, when you look at it, it's it's an individual sport. You know, you can have your team, but you you're the artist, man. You have Someone's to believe in shoot yourself. The, shoot, the, shoot, shoot the shot. Shoot the bucket, yeah, hundred yeah. yeah, percent. Like yeah, when the song does well, it's the yeah. artist that gets the praise. When the song 100%. goes bad, it's like ah, oh, the artist did trash. Yeah, like mm-hmm. but like you said. It's a team thing, but yeah. Yeah. you are the forefront of yeah. the team. So yeah. you take the yeah. arrows and you take yeah. the praise. Yeah. So if you're not willing to do that, like, don't get in it. Yeah, that's why. That's, that's why. A very. That's probably one of the best points. Of yeah, hundred percent, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, but you know, yeah, I I had to learn that through high school. Like, I remember like being how young and being like always wondering why like people would always have like so. Just so that me. the people know, how old are you? I am. I, I turned eighteen this year. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So when you were young, uh, okay, um, yeah, and like I, you know, I always used to get labeled this and this and that because of like, it, like yeah, but like also just being in high school, just like my flamboyancy or like just wanting to be myself. Sometimes it's a, like you feel like it's a crime to be yourself, or Bro, like you I feel, feel like it's a crime to just think for yourself or, or do what you just want to do. Especially in high school, that's a huge thing. You know, that's what I've told like. All of my little homies that like are younger than me, you know, like, or even in this like, in, even in this game, dude, like, even in this, even being an artist, like, you just do what you want to do, man, and like, try facilitate yourself. yourself. Yeah, hundred percent. 
um it's sometimes hard yeah because there's so it much is. it is there's so many external things, factors external mm. influences that you know yeah. people like you know like we you know we spend all day it's uh, like sending sponsored Instagram posts <laughs> to each other because like just, you guys oh you do. know this, this stream yeah I think everyone does it <laughs> of like oh this can get you this many streams or like this you know like th- th- there's always the advert like there's always an um advertisement for sh- the shortcut yeah you know? 100% here's the shortcut like you know yeah. and, and that's that's what these companies that they, they prey on suckers thinking that there is or you give us some money and We'll and your career your, is going to be this overnight. It's like, it's just not man, how it works. There man. is no shortcuts to this shit. None. Like, zero. Th- there is no shortcuts to this shit. It's a grind. Um, you know, you know, you want to talk about like grinding and stuff. I'd happily put like everything that I own on like that. Jake has done probably more hours than anybody else that I know. You know, you would probably, you'd probably place like uh, everything you own on that figure has done more hours than anyone you've done yeah you know what i mean and look and look at them I mean, that's no disrespect mm. but like you know it you know it's really all about hard work man this shit doesn't come overnight this shit doesn't come in like this shit takes time and there's things you can there's situations and, and things and opportunities to that can be given to you you can you know i, th- I think that's where you know because some people talk about in in this industry like uh, oh, you know, the ones that get it are the lucky ones. And it's like... There's no luck, bro. Well, I think there is, but it's like, how willing are you to capitalize on it when it when it's when there? When opportunity strikes. Some people that's yeah. th- those people that are, you know, the, the Uber drivers who, who had the son or were just trying to like doing music and it didn't work out was because, you know, maybe there was this instance of luck or this opportunity. And instead of going, oh, okay, I'm going to go and take it. They were like, uh, okay, now I'm going to go see my girl or I'm going to shoot, kick it with the homies or, you know, like, I think the luck part of it is like you create it because like it's, it's kind of like I, 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 I figure it with, I, with this analogy. It's kind of like your career is kind of like being at the casino, but instead of placing mon- like, uh, money as bets, it's time. Mm. So mm. you're just placing time on blackjack you know you lose a lot and then there will be a day where you hit 21 every single fucking hand you know that's how it is that's how it is but time essentially is free in a way you know it doesn't it doesn't cost money and everybody's got their own situation Mm. and i reiterate this as much because i really really live by the concept of mindfulness you know, everybody uh, and the concept by uh, of eudaimonia, the Plato concept that, you know, you're not the main character. You, everybody's their own Sounds main like character. Uh, is the phone going off? Doop, doop. That's all right. We'll ignore it. I don't, yeah. think, these, I don't <laughs> think these mics will pick it up. Yeah. Um, you know, so everybody's got their own situation, but it's just keeping yourself accountable on like, yeah. okay, cool. I'm putting as much time as I possibly can. Maybe you can't put as much time in to me. You know, I'm a single dude. Like, I've been single for five years. You know, I have certain things in my life that are more benefit, uh, that I have more benefits than other people, mm. blah, blah, blah. But it's like, I just, you know, I just utilize that, you know? And it's like, maybe you've got a certain situation, but as long as you're honest with yourself that you're putting as much time as you can, yeah, and you're putting as many chips as you have onto the table. Based on your position in life and where you're at it is yeah Mm. yeah. it's like it's like when you go in it's like when you go into a test 
or like an exam and you have that feeling like oh, I've not fucking studied for this or I'm underprepared mm. you know compared to compared to that feeling where you know you go in and you're prepared for something you know what I mean it's like you know that you can do something and you know you have the certain you've attained the certain like amount of skills and you've attained the certain amount of hours and you've done the you're, amount you're of preparation because you're yeah I think the biggest mm. skill you can d- learn in the, in the the biggest skill you can learn throughout your whole entire life is self-awareness. Yo. That brings me to my next thing, man. Like, I feel like the like as much as I want to preach, like, be yourself and like that's the only way you're gonna succeed, you know. Like mm. the only way you can like truly be yourself is if, be yourself is if you know yourself. And that also takes like a that's l- like, deep. You wanna repeat that yeah, again, man? Yeah, like the only way you can be yourself is to know yourself you know you can't you can't like and that's why a lot of people fail at that that's why a lot of people you know stick to clicks and stick to groups stick to trends because they don't they don't know what the self-awareness one is big because it all stems from essentially what we are literally and and that is you know survival machines Mm. that's what we are you know a lot of a lot of what we do are based off our primal instincts you know what i mean we've now evolved so i think part of us you know and this is fu- this is going beyond actually beyond like the sc- beyond yeah, the scripture get into of it, what man. this podcast yeah. is about but whatever you know i think a big part of our evolution as humans is and 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 maybe some people don't want to call it evolution because of their certain beliefs or whatever but you know our um growing as as human beings is is un- is understanding the patterns and why we do things totally and and where things come from and it's like understanding that like you know yeah even even using you know because it's a topic at the moment but even racism as an example like where that really where that blind hate stems from is because you know when we used to see people that were different from us when we were you know throwing you know sticks at each other that, that, was, that was danger yeah. that was danger mm. i think a big thing is is recognizing you know uh, recognizing our, our instincts and 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 how they've played a huge part in our development and that's where I'd, how I, how we're going to evolve even further past it yeah yeah, yeah and I, like of course like I, I noticed that. Like, I don't want to be, like, on some level where, like, I'm so wise and this and that. But, like, unfortunately, like, I don't know who put me in this position, but I had to learn, like, very quickly. Otherwise, I would have, like, sunk and drowned, like, That's just a million with times. the people that you surround yourself yeah, with. Yeah, and, like, you know, people... But that's, see, see, that's an example of what we call luck. You are essentially have had some luck in finding your position in being involved with me and my team. However, yeah. it's not real. It's I guess it's luck. But if you weren't deservative, is that a word no, of it? If you hadn't put in the time prior to, to get yeah, and if I didn't like you point. and I didn't see potential in you, mm. exactly. then you wouldn't be around. Yeah, totally. So you've created your own luck. Oh. You put the chip at the table. Your Ziggy came to you and went, "Hey, let's go to my producer's house." You didn't go. Oh, you were a fifteen-year-old. You didn't go. Oh, no, nah, maybe I'm gonna go to the skate park today. Or, oh, no, nah, maybe I'm gonna go like. Kiss, play, play, kiss girl, or, <laughs> or maybe I'm gonna go rip my first cone. Like that, that some people just felt that right. Yeah, there. <laughs> that one, like, that one, you went salt in the wound. Nah, like, let's do it. I'm gonna go to this random person's house who's got a studio, and you did it. And now 
five years later, you're here, you're signed to a booking agent, you have management and you've got, you know, you, you, your songs even played on the radio. You know, like those little decisions you made had a massive impact. Yeah, and yeah, man, I yeah, I wouldn't trade shit right now. I mean, obviously, if I could trade it, the best I'd trade it. But like, <laughs> even still, like even still, when I think about it, like I I really wouldn't though. Like, <clears throat> I want to I want to enjoy my own process. I really want to like I really want to be able to kick back, you know, you know, and light a joint and look out on a view and be like, man, I killed this shit. Like. I got myself here. Mm. I got my team here. Mm. And all of my fam is comfortable. Mm. I don't have to Feed worry about fam. shit no more. You know what I mean? I That's, think like... Yeah, like, yeah, that is legit the goal, man. They've just dropped one of the greatest albums of all time. Chill it, man. <laughs> I'm like, totally chill. Nipsey, album, Nipsey, while, while we're on this luck thing, Nipsey said something along the lines of um, opportunity. No, what, what were we saying about... Luck. Luck is when opportunity and preparation intersect. So, like, you have to be ready for when that opportunity comes. And that opportunity looks like luck. But because you've prepared. And you know what? Like, it's actually good that you've, like, mentioned it. Because, like, in terms of the way I've been thinking these past, like, few weeks, Mm. like, Nip has, like, heavily influenced the way I've thought in terms of a like an artist's mindset, you know what I mean? And like I wanna like touch base on this really quickly, but you know, when I said about like doing that foundation, you know, that stems yeah. that stems way further in. I, I remember having this conversation with my uncle about um making change in this world, about like racism and the way things are going right now. You know, it stems deeper than that. It stems with the people in power and how we can actually make changes like um like people of colour you know, people of certain like races, and you know, like if we, if you can start, if you can start creating a, uh, like a healthy recycle of money, because money, in a sense, is like the number it's one tool. Yeah. key to power. If you can start, mm. if you can start creating um, your wealth, yeah, yeah, and mm. wealth within your own community, and then giving that, giving that money, and placing that for opportunity for everybody else, you start to notice change. You know, when, when people when people want to try um, take away take away a lot of uh, not take away, but when people try to destroy a certain people or certain certain race, you know, they take away opportunity, they take away certain um uh, certain abilities to go and do stuff. You know what I mean? So like the Access. way, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the way Nip thought in terms of like creating opportunity for his people, creating opportunity for all people, mm. and then creating a certain mindset throughout like his music and delivering his message, man, like that shit is like, deep. I don't know if I explain that well, but like, I know, it, I know yeah. exactly what you mean, yeah, yeah, like just to, just the way you think, it's like it's way deeper than music, dog, like, and um. Because yeah, it's, like, it's, and he's it's had to educational, work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, he's like, had to work like super mm. hard to get like where he is, man. And even though like he died, like his legacy is like. like what a lot of people don't realize like, you know is I mean? Nip's been in the game for time. Man dropped like 12, 13 yeah. commercial mixtapes before yeah. his debut mixtape. Mm-hmm. Like it takes time, man. And then people think like Victory Lab was luck. You know what I mean? Going back to that to that point we, you know, we were trying to make. And it's like he's been preparing for this opportunity for yeah. you know to present itself and he and, hit and at the, and like obviously there's always the manifestation of, of 
of that the the goals of the of the accolades and the success but the reason all these people people do it and the reason they're so good at it is because they do it because they actually just love the process they love just doing it you know i'm in here every day doing it not because i'm thinking like oh when this single comes out i'm gonna get a few dms being like nice job that's not why i do it let's do it because i actually love the process i love being like oh marley you know why don't we try like why don't we try put setting the pool technique or you know boosting at 16k instead of 12 like Mm. you know like some nerd talk shit there but like you know like I love that shit. Like, you know, like, you know, and I love speaking to Jess today, the booking agent about strategy. Like, I live and breathe this industry and I live and breathe Facts, part bro. of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just, you know, and that's, that's, I think that's when you really do get success. And it's like, going back to that analogy of the casino, it's like, it, it, it's an addictive place. You keep placing time, you keep placing time, but, you know, you're not wasting away your fortune you're just mm. putting time there you know and yeah. if it's like it's an investment at a bro. table that's totally. like a, 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 a table that's got you know that's progressive i guess mm. then you're gonna win either way you know what i mean that's what i think it's like it doesn't matter like whether what i'm doing right now whether this song is gonna ever see the light of day or not it doesn't matter because i'm gonna be learning from it 100 percent. so Facts. i think what are we what are we for time probably yeah let's 15. wrap that 50 minutes. That yeah. was quick. Yeah. What? Let's wrap that. That's the longest one so far. So far, yeah. That's bullshit, um, actually. Yeah. Damn, uh, and there was so many we, other we, to Yeah. We haven't done this on this podcast yet, but I just want to acknowledge that we're doing this on stolen land. Mm. Um, acknowledge Preach. our elders, past, present, and future. Facts. Um, always has, always will be. And um, yeah, let us know guests you want on. Because uh, uh, we could probably get anyone on here feedback. between us, us two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't yeah. be afraid. Yeah, just let us um, know. Yeah, and more so like, give us. We really like so that you guys know. We pull up and we just run. We just so, there's no scripts. <laughs> yeah. There's no scripts. So there was for the first one a the little bit. One, um, <laughs> but it's more so like we want to give as much information and I guess insight and our perspectives to help whoever is coming up in the scene we're not saying we're like established or made but like we're a little further along than most people trying to come up so like this is a platform for us to be able to share that knowledge for you guys to use for future reference or to go back to or change your way of thinking in some way or another but not like as well as like that but like also give it insight on the scene and yeah The, the way like you know i feel like there's a lack of opportunity like in like Grow the yeah, scene, Perth, grow the scene yeah, consolidate it. Yeah, there's a it. but there's a lack of opportunity in Australia for like Perth artists to like speak. You know, it's all very mm. like suffocated by like Australian artists that aren't from Perth. You know, creating a platform where people can like that have, that want to speak and like you know love this shit. Like you know, that's great, man. Like I applaud you guys for it. So thank you so much for having me. Shout out Perth. Thanks. Shout out Perth. Yo, artists putting it out there. Shout out Perth for real. Jose, this is the yeah. inner workings and uh shout out to I guess Miley Jose. Thanks man, I appreciate it. We've got J Cal <laughs> and uh <laughs> Yeah, Your boy. To the